0: Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and with me in the studio, I have Esther and Lara from Mei Mei Wah, Wah Multimedia, and it's a music and video production for Lifestyle Entertainment, kind of company
1: (laughs) hi esther hi hi it's a a, a
2: platform it's a platform yeah that would be a good way it is a company
1: It is a company too our goal is to create a platform hopefully (laughs) to share all kinds of content we find relevant
0: right and it's it's filled with a lot a lot a lot of content i mean yeah you guys do a lot of stuff and I, it seems like your interests are very, very broad, you know?
1: Yeah, we're a little greedy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that is just one amazing thing. Did I say that you guys are sisters? No, no, I haven't. Not yet, yes, actually. I know. It yeah, would be guys. nice to
1: be known as something else for once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, for those of you who might know about Lara, because she used to be the vocalist for Chen Mama. It's a band um, quite popular here in Taiwan. And she's since then gone solo. But, um, you know, whatever you guys are doing now, I got to know Esther and I realized that you guys are both very, very talented people, but we're going to get to that later, right? Because we are going to start off with having Esther, I believe, telling a story that has made an impact on you or is it on you both? Well, we're going to hear it now. I have heard the
1: story yet, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'm
2: sure you know it. Okay. Thank so. Okay. I'm not a particularly religious person, but this one is a biblical story. As you know, my name is Esther, and a lot of people know that Esther actually comes from the old Jewish Bible. And it's actually um, been a really impactful story because when I was young, obviously, I knew the story because that was where my name came from. But as I grew older and I analyzed the story several times, I realized that it's like a very powerful feminist story. It's basically the story of a young woman who has... Immense responsibility put on her. And through it, she finds strength and overcomes all the challenges of the time and saves an entire group of people from um, mass genocide. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's basically like a young girl, she's living in the Persian Empire and she lives like close to the palace and the king basically gets very angry with his wife because she refuses to show up to like an important banquet and so he sends her away and needs a new queen and he has all the young virgins brought in from all over the kingdom and Esther was one who was also sent to the palace and for whatever reason the king chose her um, and so she became the queen. Of course, um, she was a a Jewish woman, and her uncle told her to kind of keep quiet about her Jewish ancestry, because there was probably anti-Semitic, you know, sentiment at the time. Um, But one of the king's most trusted advisors had developed a, you know, a, a hatred for the Jewish at the time, and wanted them all killed in a mass genocide and so her uncle went to her and said well you have to do something she's like well what can i do i'm just i'm just a woman like i'm not a politician like and he's like well you have you have to do something and so she was very distressed by it but she spent you know the in the bible it says she spent three days praying and fasting but basically she came up with a plan and she um it was very cunning and subtle and very graceful and just asked the king to come to dinner and dine with her and he could see that she was very upset and then he was like you know oh
0: what's wrong right yeah Mm -hmm. like
2: what what is it like i'll do anything for you and she's like oh well could you come tomorrow again for dinner he's like okay so then him and his advisor came the next day and then again he asked her you know what is it what do you want like i'll give you anything even if it's up to half my kingdom and she's just like well, if it's half your kingdom, I-, I don't need that, but could you just um, spare me from execution and my people? And then, of course, he was very angry, and he was like, who would do such a thing and stopped it? And you know, and that's where the Jewish holiday um, Purim comes from, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I- I'm not actually sure there's, that the story is a historical one, but more of um, a very interesting one that's constructed that shows that even though there was all this kind of like responsibility and pressure just heaped on a woman
1: who was really just not even of aware of her own power, I think. Yeah,
2: and just kind of like a toy of the fates, mm-hmm. but really, how she managed mm-hmm. to rise to the occasion and
1: and save her people. Yeah, I've never heard cunning and graceful described in the same same <laughs> story. So <laughs> that's definitely. You mean a maybe skill. wise <laughs> or something
0: and, and, and yeah, graceful? Yeah, cunning
2: and graceful. I think I would describe <laughs> it that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: all right. So so Esther, now that you've got this name, do you? feel feel a responsibility or something like that
2: well I feel that oftentimes when I think because I often feel I mean I, I know it's not just me like just as a woman in modern society you often have immense responsibility and pressure heaped onto you I mean you have several roles to play like you know like in your career as a sister as a daughter as a mother as a friend and so you have all these different roles and all the t- same time you have you have to
1: look good while you do it. Yeah, that to- is something that, <laughs> that is interesting, right? That, of course, like everyone has responsibilities and men do as well. But for some reason, like they're not held to the same standard of and you have to look good while you're doing it, make it look easy. You
2: know? <laughs> yeah. And so when um, sometimes I feel like it's just a bit too much, then I'm reminded there are several stories that speak of this kind of like inner power and strength. That a lot of women have to kind of overcome situations, and in the end, is really provide and protect,
1: which mm-hmm. I feel like women often find themselves in the role of. Yeah, mm. yeah Esther feels very strongly about um, feminist issues and things like that. I mean, I like do her. too, but I think she's just <laughs> she's the main, you. yeah, like she's the drive behind all of it in in all of our work as as a, okay. I guess, yeah, a feminist platform as well. You know. Mm.
0: All right. Very interesting. So I can see that you guys have a lot of vision for what you guys do on this platform of yours. But Anyway, let's start from the beginning. Okay, your father is Russian, a Russian-American. Yes, they are Russian
2: blood. And I think they immigrated to the U.S. sometime in the early
1: 1900s. Also Um, because of a vision that one of their ancestors had. (laughs) Oh, what was yeah. that? It was like, oh, stuff's going to go down in Russia. We should get out of here. And then like, uh. the world wars broke out. So I guess like, you know, that ancestor. Kinda <laughs> I, I think they left for religious freedom because they
2: weren't part of the main Russian Orthodox yeah. church at the time. But, oh, um, okay.
1: but they've been in the U.S. since. So my dad is like very. He's Californian. Yeah. We've retained the Californian accent. So uh. that's a big part of our cultural heritage yes. and, <laughs> and our we, mother was taiwanese yeah right right
0: you know we have the russian service here
2: oh <laughs> uh, really yeah, yeah. Fortunately do no, we don't speak Russian. yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> really
0: and i thought that, so that's one of the languages you do speak
1: we have studied it but have i wouldn't studied. say i speak it we can okay. say like about 30 words and it depends <laughs> on how friendly we've been or like how many drinks we've had okay <laughs> okay
0: You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lynn. You guys weren't born here, were you?
1: No, we were born like a uh, greater LA area, so yeah. okay. California, All Los right. Angeles. And then,
0: yeah. How old were you guys when you came here?
1: First time, like two and three, right? We visited often. We did a back and forth thing. We would live Mm -hmm. like one year here, one year in the States. We did like a few years in Elan when it was 20 years ago. Elan was super local and very different from how it is now. Very rural. And we've lived like all around the greater LA area as well. And well, I've been based, I'm Laura, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've been based here um, for a while now, like about over 15 years, so
0: okay whereas Esther you spent some time abroad uh, studying in the states
2: yeah I um I actually started university in in Florence Italy oh and then I came back here for a while and then I went back to Orange County and I studied at Chapman University for until I graduated and then I came back
1: here
0: oh what was your major
1: psychology
0: oh right 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 why did you want to study psychology
1: Um, she likes getting inside people's heads (laughs) well I've always found
2: it interesting like I I always kind of want to know like what's the motivation behind somebody doing this or like you know I want to know why but honestly at the time it was because I I really wanted to do like French and my mother was like no that's really impractical (laughs) and so I was like well I don't want to do business or something like that and then I like went down the list and I was like well I could deal with psychology
0: (laughs) and how was that like
2: I liked it a lot, actually. I, I was um, I was kind of debating, you know, on going into research psychology, but at the time, like, I, I have a I have a thyroid issue, uh-huh. so I just was not in like the best of health. So my mother at the time was like, "Oh, you should come back here and rest." And then, you know, I was here, and then just watching Laura. Um, you know, going through her career transitions. And mm. that was when we
1: were like, well, why don't we try do to something do something together? Yeah, mm. oh, This was also when I think Esther's always had a passion for acting. Like in oh. high school, she was president of the Thespian Society and she, you know she wrote her own scripts and things like that. But when she was in college, psychology was the main focus. And then when she came back, I think being exposed to the entertainment industry again, reignited this passion for film. And so that was a big part of us starting the platform because I was like, well, I do music. And she was, well, wanting to get into film. And we decided that these things go so well together. And so we might as well start something.
2: And as we started doing it, we realized um, moving into new media was just kind of like really important and Logical, um, almost, yeah. Mm-hmm. And with even with music, it's just you need visuals now. You know, I know, I know. We're on a radio show, but like, <laughs> <you> know, like <laughs> need visuals for everything. So that's when we started like getting more into the visual side of things and just really like thinking of ways to produce quality content, but very quickly. And so that was that's mainly what we do now.
0: Well, I mean, watching the videos that you guys put, um, you know, everything else you put on your platform, I think both of you are good at acting and singing i mean i've heard your your voices too i mean guys yeah so you guys are multi-talented well Uh, lara has it always been like entertainment or singing for you
1: actually my first passion was writing when i was quite young and uh, i did do journalism the school paper and things like that when i was in school but i did also love music and i entered the entertainment industry as a singer at quite a young age, about 15, 16, 16 yeah. yeah. And so because of the transition into the Mandarin language, I kind of took some time to be able to communicate and express myself again. I was like, well, I, I love writing and speaking, but now it's in a different language, so what do I do? And so I kind of, I guess, like reorganize that en- energy into mm-hmm. lyrical writing. Like, yeah. So I write a lot of my own lyrics. And um, I think for me, I, I love music. I enjoy performing, and I do still love writing, so I think that's always going to be something that I'm going to consider in the future.
0: Mm, wow. So, did you write Xia Yutian? That's the, that's the song that, that oh, was yeah, hot. that's my one-hit hit
1: wonder. <laughs> 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 um that I did. That's I did when pen you went the, solo. Uh, no, actually, that was the transition between Nanjue Mama and my solo career because right. it was still with the band, Okay, okay. but it was like a solo performance. And so I did pen the lyrics for it, and my yeah. bandmate Zhang Jie wrote the melody. So.
0: Wow, that's amazing. How did you guys, I mean, you guys didn't learn Chinese before you came to Taiwan. I mean, you, you started just of
1: learn as you go. Well, I mean, <laughs> growing up, our mother spoke Mandarin with oh, us. Oh, okay. And, you know, we did have to go to chinese school in the u.s which is usually mostly ineffective because everybody's like oh i hate chinese but i think it's very if you want your
2: child to like really it's kind of a sink or swim you just throw them in the school and then it's just like
1: you either learn it or you don't i mean (laughs) for, for us even even though we took mandarin In high school in Taipei but for me I didn't really understand the language and the nuances and the humor until I started working in the industry and doing things like going on to variety shows and then everybody's laughing at a joke and you're like why I don't get it or going and acting in idol dramas and and just looking over the script and being like I have no idea what any of this is and so your Mandarin rapidly rapidly improves because as Esther said it's like a matter of survival
0: yeah <laughs> yeah wow that is amazing now are your parents um here in taiwan with you or or they're in the states where
2: um our father is here our oh, mother okay. passed away unfortunately oh, okay. a few years ago uh-huh.
0: yeah uh oh, I see so how does your dad look at what you guys are doing on this platform
2: <laughs> Maybe. Oh I like. huh he doesn't get
1: it at all <laughs> <laughs> he's um he's actually quite conservative conservative yeah i mean he's christian and quite religious and and so sometimes with i think with the internet and social media he gets a little overwhelmed and he's like oh my god you guys are doing all these things that you know just be careful and like and we're just like yeah Yeah.
0: make sure you join me next week as esther and lara give you a taste of what their rich exciting fun-filled content-filled platform has to offer for in the spotlight i'm shirley lynn